Um, a lot of people do that to sell. I mean, it, it's a good strategy. I feel like it's a good strategy um, to to grab attention, you know, and to and to sell, you know, to sell music. Hip Hop Hustle Podcast, man. You heard it here first. He's not playing. No, Aaron's not playing. No fucking game. You got your ear to the streets, man. Much love to all the people down under. And make sure y'all follow the Hip Hop Hustle podcast, man, because they're giving y'all nothing but the real shit. But yeah, man, appreciate the intro, bro. Yeah, let's do it, man. Let's kick it off. Shout out to the whole Hip Hop Hustle podcast. What's up with it? Welcome to the Hip Hop Hustle podcast. I'm with the one and only E Rain. E Rain, you've been doing this for a long time, my friend. You've been dropping tracks. You've been dropping, you know, an EP you dropped in 2018 as well. You've got heaps of music videos, but man, it's an absolute pleasure to have you on the show. Uh, you're doing great things, and I've been absolutely obsessed with the track Freedom. Um, okay. Just the sound on that, I like cannot get enough of. It's been stuck in my head for days. Um, I literally was listening to it before we started the show. So, no, nah, man, it's an absolute pleasure to have you on the show. I appreciate you having me, man. Well, talk to me about, you know, where you're at because, you know, the, it's it's weird. I talk to artists who are starting in the game, you know, their careers are fresh. They're just, they've got this, like, energy in them. But then, you know, it's not an easy industry. It's a really tough one. And I see people like you grinding away and still keeping that, like, motivation going. But how do you stay motivated how do you stay keeping that energy and that flow without getting like you know letting it get overwhelming at some stage um i mean it's always going to be overwhelming uh i would i would just say it has a lot to do with passion um uh, anything you do in life uh if you don't really have love behind you know the the purpose that you're, you're getting yourself involved in that fire that's that's in you sooner or later is going to die down so I would say a lot, you know, a lot it ha- it has to do with passion that keeps me motivated, that keeps me going. Because there are a lot of, you know, there, there are a lot of down days. Um, and like you said, this game is a tough game. It's, it's not an easy game. Um, it's a tricky game. It's a, it's a dirty game. Um, but, um, I mean, it just comes down to the passion, man. When you believe in something and um, when you got passionate about it, you just, even if, even on the days that you felt like, you know, you, you had enough, there's always something inside you that pushes you you know, we, we, we could go an extra mile. We could, we could, you know, we can make another move. So that's what it really comes down to. Yeah. I mean, do you feel like, cause I I've spoken to obviously a number of artists and I speak to a few different podcasters and stuff. And it's interesting because every artist has the mindset of like, I can make it. Do you ever yeah. feel like you've met people that you're like, I don't think you can, but it makes you in a weird way for me personally. I'm like, maybe I'm like them. Maybe I, I'm a little bit delusional in that sense. Like I only had this thought recently. I was talking to a different podcaster and I wasn't a huge fan of what they were doing, but then all of a sudden it made me reflect on what I do. And I was like, well, hold on. What makes me really different? We both really have the same dream, but like, how do you know you're on the right track is essentially the question. Um, honestly, I feel like as long as you're, um, as long as you're staying at it, you're always on the right path. Because you never know what tomorrow brings. Um, I've seen people, and it's not even, we're not even talking music, we're just talking in general. Um, I've seen people like so close to accomplishing certain things that they're not aware of how close they are. And they just feel like they need to, you know, put an end to it. And it's like, you were, you were just there. You just needed to hold on a little longer. 
So I, honestly, I just feel like um, opportunities always around the corner. Things things aren't always gonna look, you know, like they're working out in your favor, but it's not supposed to. Because anything that you truly believe in that you feel like you can accomplish, you have to, you know, you have to walk towards that mission in faith, and not just, you know, you you have to see it in order to believe it. And and I feel like that's why a lot of people don't, you know, get to the other side where where they where they want to see success because they're so in tune and I can't see it at the moment. You're not supposed to see it at the moment. You're supposed to earn it at the moment <laughs> in order to see it at the at the destination. So I mean that, that's that's how I view it. I mean it's interesting. It actually reminds me, have you ever seen the picture there's like two pictures, there's two miners and they're mining away and there's then they're essentially next to each other and they go in opposite directions. And the one on the left, he got like a small diamond. He found a small diamond. But then the one on the right, he hasn't found anything yet. But there is a huge diamond about that far away from where he's like mining. And, he, and he's, he's still digging, away. right? I've seen that one. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love that one. Is like that, yeah, yeah. That, that like you don't know unless you keep going. And yeah. if you give up, like someone else will come back and just like reap the rewards that you yeah. put in. Exactly. It happens every day, man. It happens every day. What have you seen? What Do you have examples of that? Do you have examples of like where you're like, I saw an artist that was like this close. Did you have a, an opinion on, you know, what could have happened? I mean, I wouldn't necessarily say an artist. I mean, I've seen people in different fields. Um, I come across a lot of artists who I feel like are talented um, and they have the capabilities of of taking it to, to, to stardom. But um you know, going back to this industry, you know, like I said, it's a dirty game. It's a tricky game. Um, so when things aren't going their way, they feel the tend that, you know, this isn't for me, but it is for you. You just have to understand the game. You have to learn the game. And then you have to, you know, you have to make adjustments. Um, things aren't always going to go our way. And that's just the reality of it, whether it's music, whether it's any industry. Things aren't always going to go our way. That in, in order to conquer the game, you have to understand the game to the full max. So you can put in your full max. You feel like you understand it now? Um, honestly, I, I understand it, but there's always room to learn. So um, I'm still learning till this day. Yeah, the, the same mistakes, the same mistakes I would have made back in a day. I, I'm damn sure I'm making them nowadays. I can tell you that. It's weird because like there's no playbook in this. There's no like. There there's no like. All right, read this book, and this is what everything you need to know about the music industry or this yeah. is everything you need to know about making it big. So like, I feel like the challenge for everyone is that everyone plays by their own rules and you got to understand the people you're getting into business with. Like there's just so many stories of things that don't go the artist's way because they didn't double check or because they didn't have the right people around them or because they signed yeah. a deal too, too early or they just, you know, they just trusted the wrong people. So I feel like, you know, it's just, play it smart and sometimes taking your time is the right move as opposed to just, you know, rushing everything. Definitely. And, and that's how, and go, to go back to being a dirty and tricky game, because that's how they trick you. Um, Cause in this game, they throw so many things at you and they use examples of other artists. So these artists, you know, who are, who are trying to, who may think that they want to get inside the industry. Um, they, they don't see the back end happening they just see they just see the glory and the glory is not always what is going to come towards your direction it might present you they might present it to you that way 
But um, in all reality, once you actually get into the game and you start playing the game, you become a player in the game, you start to see that, wait, this is not how this person went through it. But yeah, that person had to go through those challenges. Now you have to go through those challenges. Those persons, you know, experience those mistakes. Now you have to experience those mistakes. And everything comes down to understanding what you're getting involved in. Like you said, having the right people around you. Um, people who tend to be hot usually don't have the right people around them. Because especially when your mind is not on point, because you have all these people telling you all the good things that feed your ego. Um, so you tend to keep those people around. And the people who are actually trying to look out, look after you and telling you, you know, things that you need to work on, you're not trying to hear it because most people are just so used to hearing the good things about their situation. They never want to hear the bad. And that's where, that's the beginning. I would say that's the beginning of their downfall. Like me, I would rather have people around me who's going to let me know like, okay, Ibrahim, um, you were cool on this end, but this end you could tweak up a little bit. But people don't want to hear that. And um, I, I just feel like, especially in this world we're living in nowadays, people are like uh, just a little too sensitive to certain things. So it's like the slightest thing, somebody's actually, they're trying to help you, trying to help you elevate because there's no limit it's, when it comes to success. There's always room to grow. So um, if you get content and you don't allow people to help you, you know, push the envelope, the only way you could go from there is downhill. So these are certain things that, you know, artists coming in the game, I, I feel like they need to keep in mind. Like you, you need to put people around you who are not yes people. Um, they'll let you know when you're good, but they'll also let you know when you're bad. Because the people who are just there to just say yes to everything, when you no longer have it, or when things start going left, those people are going to go right. So, you know, and it's like, who do, who do you have around you? Yeah. Do you mean, but when you say hot, do you mean people that are on the come up that are becoming hot? Or do you mean like, you know, big names in the industry right now? Um, I mean, like just in general, because there's people who are hot and then they get cold and then they get hot again. I mean, that's just how the game works. So that, that goes for people who are, who are actually big and the people who are, who are trying to become big. It goes, it, it goes both ways. You know, there's always someone that I've always wondered about and I would love to speak to him is designer. He was, there was, he had his song Panda. He was huge for so long and it just feels like he hasn't recaptured the same kind of energy that he had before. It was almost yeah. like this popping off point. And I don't know about like, for me, like there, there's something to me personally where like it would hurt my ego when you're like the biggest thing in the world, everyone's playing your track, everyone's loving you. And then for whatever reason, you can't capture the same fire and you can't capture the attention the same way. Like, I think it's, it's a challenging thing as an artist to, to see that huge meteoric rise and then still be okay with doing what you're doing. I think that's why a lot of artists end up going, you know, I tasted the success. That's yeah. all I wanted. And yeah. now I'm going to look for other things. Well, um, he did have a big run with that single. Uh, I, I mean, I wasn't, I'm not around his situation, so uh, I can't really call it. Um, but I, one thing I do know is that um, once you have it, as long as you stay focused, you can't lose it. So, I mean, it really comes down to what we were just talking about, just having the right people around you. Um, just having the right state of mind. Um, because, uh, 
like when you get hot to that level to where he was with that single, that's around the time where you just want to keep dropping that, you know, keep dropping, you know, the envelope. It's, I mean, keep, keep keep raising the bar. I mean, in a sense, you drop another single, you drop another single, um, and you see how things go with that. But we have to look at the man's situation at the same time because what happens behind the scenes, these things are tricky. Sometimes um, there's people who just want to keep you at a certain level, and sometimes. Well, not even sometimes. Most of the times, these are the same people who are in your camp. So they just want to squeeze you for everything you're doing at the moment. And then it's like, oh, we'll go on to the next person. So it's really up to you to like really have the right people around you to say, okay, well, this is bubbling right now. We're doing great. Now, what's the next move? If you don't have those right people around you, it's just you, yourself, and I. And I mean, to be honest with you, you can't do it by yourself, not in this industry. You need you need a solid team behind you. Yeah. Do you think that's why people keep their friends around them, like their childhood friends, because you know they were there when you had nothing, and yeah. you can trust them because they were keeping it one hundred with you from day one, and just because you made a big, they still know who you are and they can still tell you their honest opinions. Like that just is the feeling for me. Is like that's why a lot of artists still keep their childhood friends around them because they know they can be trusted and they're not attracted to the wealth. Like, yeah, it helps, but like they're not friends with you because you're wealthy. They were friends with you well before. Um, That's true. But then again, I, I would disagree a little bit on that end because uh, you have certain friends who they may not think that way at first. They, they were really your friend, but money has a funny way of changing people. Um, and in situations like that, a friend may not be honest the way they were before, especially if that artist starts to change because every artist reacts different to success. Certain people, you know, they, they remain humble. They appreciate what they have um, and they take advantage of the opportunity. And then you have people who, who allow the success to get to their head. Now, for those who allow the, the success to get to their head, you have certain... Um, you have certain individuals around you, your friends that you, you grew up with, they get a taste of that lifestyle. And the minute they may try to uh, go against something that you're trying to do for your, for the better good of your, of, for you. Um, and then you kind of like react a certain way. Now they're like, you know what? I don't want to get this person angry because I like this lifestyle. And, you know, I'm just going to, I'm just going to play the yes man. So you even have child childhood friends who who end up turning into yes men. They probably were honest with you from you know back in the day, but because they don't want to lose that that um that relationship, that lifestyle. And keep in mind, there's always people around them that that don't have good intentions for them, but they're 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 witnessing you know the you know the 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 situation between you and your your, your childhood friend. So now they're in their ear like you know what. This person is this person is hating on you. This they, you know they just start telling you things, and then now that artist might look at his friend funny and start treating his friend a certain way. So it's just it's just it, it could get real messy. But honestly, it it could go both ways. I would say on that end, it could go both ways. But um, it's good to have childhood friends around. But the reality of that, it doesn't really happen so often though, as as much as people think, because a lot of those people end up you know hating and you know they'll look at you like i've been there with you that should be me or, or i can do better than you it, it's just it's just how the game works it's very rare 
I would say on my end. I've experienced things like that. So, so do you think that, like, you know, now that, I mean, we've talked about, you know, in the space of like, you know, 15 minutes, the challenges of hip hop, right? You know, the, the, the industry is difficult. You have the potential to lose childhood friends or close friends because they see the come up. There can be jealousy. There can be, you know, a lot of different things. They're trying to survive. So they change their relationship with you. You know, you can become a completely different person where you don't want to hear it. You start going, you know what? Your advice was good at the beginning. Now I've got other people that I trust in the industry. Yeah. What, what would make, it's almost like what would make a sane person even choose to go down this pathway because there's like so many risks. There's so much that you put at stake. You really put your whole self out there, but like at the end of the day, there's so much that you could potentially lose. There's so much that you're willing to, you know, put in the middle and risk to, to make your dream come true. That's true. Um, it comes down to how do you see yourself as, as an individual? Um, um, you know, there's people in life who, who play big and, you know, there's people in life who, who are content with, you know, what they, who they are. Um, so I really, I really just, I really think it really comes down to who you are as an individual. Are you willing to risk it all to get it all? Or are you willing to play it safe? Um, so, you know, the people, the people who, who decide to, to risk it all, they know what comes with that. And it actually makes the, the road, um, it, it, it's always going to be hard, but in a sense, it makes it a little easier because now, you know, it's like, you know, with, with that being said, and, and you understanding that, you know, that there is no days off, you know, at the slightest moment, if you fall back and you bullshit, somebody else can come and tear down everything you just build in a matter of seconds. It takes, it takes years to build, but a matter of seconds, it can be taken away from you. So it kind of keeps you on your toes. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, I sit here in, and I'm like, you know, in, in a way we're completely different, but in a way we've got similarities as well, because for me personally, like I'd risk it. I always think, you know, and some, there's a quote that in, in my life, it carries me forward is like, or just a belief. Like, I don't want to be old. I don't want to be in my eighties looking back and going, regretting the things that I didn't do. Yep. I'd rather regret the things that I did rather than things that I didn't do because you know what? You don't know unless you try and no one, everyone I speak to, they don't regret the things they tried. They're like, I went for it. I believed in myself and I tried. Yeah. And you know what? Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't, but like at least I put the chips in. At least I had enough to play the game. I think there are so many people who are scared to put, to even play that they end up looking on the outside and then they regret they didn't play. That's a fact. They, they look on the outside and they, they, regret, they regret that they didn't play and they, they try to find like, they try to find like, you know, negative, negative reasons, you know, to, to not like a person or to try to tear down their character. And in all reality, you know, none of us, none of us are perfect. We're all, um, we're all learning day in and day out um we're all making mistakes day in and day out um so but those people are willing to put themselves in that situation you know as you being on the sideline you kind of just you wasn't willing to take that chance so in all reality you have no reason reason to even speak on criticizing those people 
they, you know, they rolled the dice and we only live once. Um, so I, I agree with you. I'd rather be the person on the side of the table that saying, um, I, I put it all, I put my chips all out there. And um, even if you don't get to where you want to be, um, you experienced, you still, you still experience, you know, the, the lifestyle, you still experience the, the journey as towards you just sitting there and just imagining, well, what if I did this? What if I did that? What if, what if, what if, what does that do for you? That just drowns you in misery because the more you, you say to yourself, what if, and then you're looking across, um, looking towards the TV and you see that person actually doing all the what ifs you're actually repeating to yourself. And how does that make you feel? And you have to sit with that to your dying days. I'll pass on that and I'll pass on that any day. I'd rather be the one on the side of the table risking it all. Do you know what it is? I think it's the fear of failure. It's the fear of telling people that like, I'm going to go for it. And then the fear of thinking that if it doesn't work, people are going to turn around and go, what are you doing? But I don't think most people aren't like that. Like only the toxic people in your life will will call out your mistakes or as in like they'll make fun of you for your mistakes or like they'll rub your your challenges into, like they'll rub salt into the wound. I think if anything, that's a great opportunity for you to realize they're not people that should be around because the people that you want around when you have your falls, they help you get back up. They're the ones who are like, don't stop. Like we said at the beginning, like, you know, so what? You fell over. It's not over. Just you need to get back up. You need to try again as opposed to like, all right, quit and try something else. No, keep going. Give it a solid amount of time. Yeah. You don't know in two months whether it's going to work. And I see it in podcasting. Like I see it. I think the average podcast lasts eight episodes. That's two okay. months. One a week for two months and then they stop. But it's like. That's not enough. You're not going to be Joe Rogan in two months. It's not going to happen, right? That's perfect. It's like, you know, the artist, you're not going to be Biggie on your first album. It's not that era anymore. It's completely different. You're not going yeah. to be Young Thug. You drop a single and you think you're going to be those artists or Kendrick. Everyone's been grinding for years and years and years and years. So, yeah. like, you got to understand that you got to be willing to one day at a time, and it's a long-term view rather than just, like, all right, it's been two weeks. Where am I at? People, people fail to understand. It's like, like I said before, at, you know, opportunities around the corner. So what they fail to understand, they look at it like, okay, I've been putting in this work for years, you know, and they're looking at, they're looking at the situation like, yeah, it's been okay, but it's not where I want to be. But you still have, you, you still have the catalog. You still have your journey that's out there to the world. All it takes is one moment for everyone to know your journey. And all of a sudden, your whole life changes. So I, I think a lot of us need to focus on the moment as far as where things could change instead of the moment as where things aren't going the way you view it to be. And if, if we did, if we did more of that, then we'll have a lot more successful people in any journey that, you know, you put yourself that you get involved in. But um, that's not the case. People are just so impatient and they want things to happen right away. And, um, you know, when they get impatient and then they have people in their air telling them, oh, why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? Oh, maybe this is not going to work. They can't see the vision and they're not supposed to see the vision because it's your vision. 
they don't understand the work behind the scenes that needs to get done. And majority of the time, that person may not even know the work behind the scenes that, need, that needs to get done because they're not putting their all in. Putting your all in is understanding everything that you're involved in. It's not, you know, doing just the basics and then you don't see results. And then it's like, oh, well, this is not for me. How would you know it's not for you if you're not putting it, if you're not putting your all into the situation? And, you know, that's what a lot of people lack. Yeah, I agree. Do you ever get asked, like, how do you have the time? <laughs> uh, I, I do. Uh, but, I mean, it's simple. If you love what you do, you make the time. There's 24 hours in a day. <laughs> so no one has any excuse to not get done what you need to get done. If you truly love it, you'll make a way. People make people make way people make a way for the silliest things that they have no business involved in. When they know there's something completely more important that they should be doing throughout the day, but they still find room to engage into the bullshit. So if you have a dream and then you want to feed me the bullshit <laughs> that you don't have time, then you're not serious. You just want to be the average person, and that's fine. Nothing against you. But um, I have I have different goals and I can't be around average. I need to be around people who are willing to build, people who are willing to put in the work, people who are willing to move by faith and not and you know and not by what they see. Yeah. I mean, I get asked as well. Cause I also have a have a job that I do full time and like okay. hey, at the end of the day, this is what I love to do. So yeah. you don't have no one has to tell me. You got to do it. I already know I got to do it. That's the difference is like, I make the time. I make sure that, you know, for this interview, I was up at quarter to six in the morning. Okay. So like, cause time differences and stuff, but like, to me, that's not a sacrifice. It's easy. It's, it's not even a choice. It's like, I know what I want and I'm going to do what I need to do to get it. So if I have to get up early, I get up early. It's not that difficult. That's to me, that's like the easiest thing in the world. If, if that's all it is, or if all I have to do is get up an hour before everybody else. Okay. I'm willing to do that. So I think it's, what are you willing to put in and are you willing to stop your day job, go home and put in more work because everyone started without this being a full-time career. Every artist was doing something else, trying to put food on the table. So how are you you willing to do that? And then the thing is, once you go full-time artist, it doesn't get easier because you've got more shit on your plate because now, you know, it's the only thing putting food on your table. So you got to make sure that every, it's like, it becomes a job, like, but you motivate yourself. You got to keep it going. There's no one there going, Hey, I'm going to pay you now. That's on you. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. Um, how long have you been uh, doing the podcast for? It's coming up to two years. Two years? Yeah. So, yeah. You said you said the average person does about you said eight episodes. Eight episodes. So, so how many episodes have you? Uh, we're pushing around about a hundred now. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So it's been one a week every week. So, so if there's any uh, you know, podcasts. If anybody's interested in, in getting involved in podcasts, you see consistency tells all. So it's all about staying consistent. Literally. And to be honest, I've made every mistake that you can make. 
like I remember when I started, I had no microphone. I just used computer audio. I remember the okay. first interview I did, I had my shitty computer, like a, a bad computer that you couldn't see me. I had a big beard. It looked like shit. The mic I got was cheap microphone. The first mic I ever got, but yeah. like it's, it's where it was a starting point because now I've got better equipment. Now I've got better cameras. Now I've got, you know, I've got the room, I've got a couch, I've got things that started to fall into place. There's no yeah. such thing as perfect. And I honestly believe yeah. that. And I always had the view that instead of going for perfect, I need to start releasing episodes first. Once you start releasing stuff, you have no choice but to get better on the run because you're already putting it out there. And I think a lot of yeah. people are scared of releasing something not perfect and then they never release anything because nope. it's no such thing as perfect. No track in my mind. I think every artist looks at a track and goes, I think I could have done something better on that. Yeah, on the most part, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's that's the inner critic. That's the inner critic. That's not the, – the audience might think it's perfect, but I honestly think that there are so many mega stars who would look back on their old work and go – you know what? I'm not a huge fan of that joint and everyone loves it. Yeah. You know, I, I'm glad you brought that up, man, because um, that's another reason why a lot of people don't, you know, get to the other side um, when it comes to success. Um, because like you said, they want to be so perfect. Um, me personally, I feel like it's a good thing starting. It's a good thing allowing the people to see you start from the bottom. Because one thing about people they enjoy watching the underdog becomes the, become becoming the top dog. Um, and there's so many people who just feel like, well, you know, I don't have this. I don't have that. Like you just said, you had the shitty mics. You didn't have the headphones. Um, but you, you did that knowing that, okay, eventually I will get there. And people saw the come up. So now they look at you and they're like, he came a long way. And, and that makes people appreciate everything that you do a whole lot more than them just coming and just seeing you, you know, off the rip. Just you have everything packed down. It's like, what do we like? No, we haven't seen him accomplish anything. Like people rather see you go through the journey and accomplish it at all. And, and, and it, it comes it becomes a better story for you at the end of the day. But they don't see that, though. They, you know, they just rather just, you know, sit on a throne from day one. Well, and so labor king and yeah. queens. Well, go, I mean, look at, you go to your first single that you ever released. I'm sure you look back on it and go, I've improved so much since that point. I mean, if you haven't, then you're not a good artist. I'm sorry. I'm going to say it right now. If you haven't improved since the first track you ever released and you think that is as fire as the shit you're dropping now, it's not. It cannot be because then you've been stagnating the whole time. So like- Anyone who wants to see where I started, go to episode, the first 10 episodes, honestly. You can go to any one of those. They're all, we started this as like a hip hop album review podcast. It was me and my friends and we just talk shit and it was not professional at all. There was nothing special about it. It was just us talking okay. shit. But if you really, and then my first uh, ever interview, Don Elway, you can hear the difference. So like, if you really want to go back and check out like all the shit that I did, yeah. Go. It's out there. I don't delete any of it. I always leave it up because like, you know, I got nothing to be ashamed of, but, no. but 
but that's the whole point is like, I know I'm getting better and there are things that I always want to get better at. And it's the same with you. That's why I like talking to artists. Like we, in a weird way, I'm not an artist myself in the sense that I don't put music together. I don't put tracks together, but I love the genre of music. And there are so many things that when people like you talk about them, I'm like, that's really good. I want to implement that in my life or I'm going to implement that in my goals. So you don't have to be in hip hop to appreciate the wisdom of hip hop artists. You just got to actually, you know, take the lessons. Yeah. I would say you are an artist though. You create content. So, well, you know, <laughs> I would I say talk. <laughs> it's weird because like, I don't know, talking to me is something that's come a little bit naturally. Like it's something I've been working on, but like, okay when I see like my artistry versus your artistry and I know it's not a competition, but I always have in the back of my mind that like there is a different skill set to putting a song together as opposed to like just having a good conversation. Yeah. Yeah. You know, funny you say that in regards to conversations, you know, you, 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 you can make a lot of music from a conversation. I don't Maybe. know if that's ever heard before, but um, I mean, me, when, when it comes to music, I get, I get inspired from, like, honestly, we could be having a conversation and I could be playing a beat later and I could just think of something we spoke about and I could just create a song just off that. Like, I feel like music is all around us. It's just, it's just uh, being, uh, you know, aware of your surroundings and what's going on around you. Um, I'm more of, like, when I create music, it's more of, you know, of passion. I don't, um, I don't really go, like, I think there's a lot of artists who kind of just say to themselves, let me make this type of thing because this is what's going on. I kind of just go with, with what I'm feeling. So, yeah. I think that's the missing link for me is like, I can have an idea, but yeah. I cannot put together a rhyme scheme. I can't put together a verse. Like I tried to write a, a like a short kind of intro rap to the podcast and I sat there and I was like, I have no idea what the fuck I'm doing. And this sucks so bad. <laughs> and I was just like, you know what? Stick to what you know, stick what you're good at. Um, and I was just like, next, maybe we'll revisit it later down the track, but it's like, it made me appreciate so much more. Like I was just trying to put together like three lines and I couldn't do it. But like the, the challenge of doing a song and putting together like bars and having, you know, rhyme schemes and having a hook that fits and having the sequential like order and a story throughout is like, it just made me really appreciate it so much more. And I already love the genre as it is, but it just made me go, man, like a lot of people can hate, but like, have you ever sat down and tried? Cause it is difficult. Let me ask you a question though. Um, do you go back and actually uh, watch your own material? Uh, I, t I really tend not to because I edit every week. Um, okay. I try not to. Um, but so because there's a little bit of a delay in the podcast in terms of when they drop. So there's about, you know, a month or so. So I, I, when I edit, I let some time pass between the interview that I did and when I edit it so that I can come back with fresh ears. So I listen, I've listened to every single episode I've ever done because I edit them all. Um, so like there are definitely things that I go back and be like, all right, I need to fix that up. That's like a, a thing for me to fix up the way I speak or there are words that I say that are crutches that I use to fill in some time. So I listen to literally every episode that I've ever done. Well, I could tell you this, man. If 
you go back to every episode, it will when you get a chance, if you could just go back and check out certain episodes, I'm pretty sure you'll find something within each one of those episodes that you can take, put all together, mix it up, and create a song out of that. Something like it could even be like, you know, an intro theme for, for the podcast. I'm pretty sure there's something in there that will just come together. Well, it's funny you say that because I've actually started to clip up a few uh, like clips from artists to put together into an intro. Because right now my intro is like me spoken word and I'm really keen to get that. So I think I'll maybe drop it for the 100th episode, change the intro and put it all together. So I'm kind of working on that. But hey, you read my mind. <laughs> I think that would be a dope idea though. I think so. I just think that like, again, it's just about trying new shit. If it yeah. works, it works. If it doesn't, like, I'm not scared of like just putting it out there and just seeing what happens. Yeah, definitely. But that's, do you know that's what? In Grotto. That's it. I wanted to ask you because it's been a little while since your most recent EP or you put a mixtape. Are we going to get uh, an album or a mixtape? Is that in the works for, for 2022? Um, right now, currently for 2022, I've dropped, uh, I believe two singles, um, which is, uh, I believe, I believe freedom was one of them. Um, I dropped this year and, uh, the, the newest single is called leading me on. So, um, right now I'm just like, um, just working on, I'm, I'm not working on an album. I'm just like currently, you know, working on, I'm currently working on records, but I'm just dropping singles right now. Why singles? As opposed to an album, um, I I feel like um, <clears throat> I feel like um, with the album, it, it's it's more like a uh, I would say it's more like a um, a connection with with the with the with the audience as far as you know dropping the singles. Um, I'm trying to get an idea of of what people are vibing more towards. Than just putting out, um, you know, a hold because I've done that in the past as far as you know, dropping the mixtapes and um, dropping the albums. I feel like uh, I wanted to try something different and just you know, drop out singles at a time and kind of see how people are vibing to certain things. So when you kind of get a like a, um, a report of the type of sounds and you know, topics and um, vibes that they're kind of like you know, connecting with. It kind of gives you more of an idea of how to put a whole project together. So that's what I've been focusing. That's why I've been focusing on just like putting out singles instead of like you know putting out the whole project together. You know, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think. I mean, that definitely makes sense to me. I think you know an album is a huge undertaking anyway. That like you don't want to be half-hearted in an album. You want to be certain that this is like what you want to be doing right now. Have you found, have you been surprised by audience feedback? Is there anything that you were like, I didn't expect that? Um, there's certain records that I put out there that um, to me, I wasn't really uh, crazy about, but I like, you know, we, we were always going to test the waters. And um, it, it's funny because it's, it's certain songs that you might think like, okay, this is the one. And people hear it and like, yeah, I like this record. It's cool. But it's the one that's like, oh, I'm not crazy about it. I'm just toss it out there and see what happens. And then they vibe more to that record. I never understand that, but it happens though. How do you, how does, I mean, how does that make you feel? Cause you're like, do you just end up going, I have no idea what they're going to love? Um, 
Uh, it doesn't make me feel away. Honestly, I look at it like that's part of the game. Um, people like what they like. Um, but it, it's a, it, it's just a moment for me to take notes and, and, you know, like, okay, well, maybe I need to do a little bit more of this. It might not be something I'm too, you know, into, but maybe I need to do a little bit more of that because at the end of the day, it is a business and you want to give the, the people what they want. Yeah, I agree. Uh, it's it's weird because I think a lot of people bring their their like I'm gonna give them what I want, but sometimes you just gotta let the consumer decide. They'll tell you what they want. They'll tell you if it's good or bad. And at the end of the day, if they don't listen, it's not that good. I hate to say it, but if they don't, if that, and sometimes they're sleeping on it. Let's like let's be honest. Sometimes they sleep on track. Sometimes you need a bit more buzz to get it going. But you know, for the most part, people like good music. So if they Fuck with it, they fuck with it. And if they don't, they don't. That's another thing, though. It comes, a lot of it comes down to promotion. A lot of, you know, a lot of artists I see out there that I, I feel like are very, are very talented. They put out the music, but they don't get the feedback that they're looking for. Um, but they have to understand that this is a business. So um, you have to put money behind the work you're putting out there. Um, you know, when you're signed to a big label, you know, they front you that money. Um, so it is funny because you might hear a record that's getting played on a radio day in and day out um, because there's somebody, you know, putting a bag behind behind that record. But so, sometimes these records, they don't hit. You could play it all day, but when it comes down to those sales, they don't hit. Um, so I, I feel like it's a little discouraged to someone who's not signed because they just put it out there and they're just thinking like, oh, it's just magically going to just go viral or, you know, do numbers. That's not how the game works. Like you, 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 you did one part, you created the material. Now you have to put, you know, the promotion behind it. And 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 yeah, like I said, I, I feel like that's where a lot of people get discouraged and they kind of like trying to, sh- they, from there, they kind of stray away from, from the whole situation when they should just really look at it and say, okay, what is it that I need to do? to actually get a, a, a honest feedback because if the feedback they're going off isn't really existing because no one's seeing it. <laughs> so, you know, you need to put some type of promo behind it in order to get a real feedback to say, okay, this is good. This is no good. Let me try something else. You know? Well, it's like you can never compete with those labels. They've got so much money. How can you compare your tracks to Drake tracks? Drake is number one, the biggest artist in the world, I would say right now. And he's got labels behind him and they push all, how can you, you can't compare. Like if you're not putting that much money behind your dear, your tracks, then you can't really compare head to head. So you've got to understand the levels of where you're at. And I think that's what discourages a lot of people is like, they see yeah. all these people making it huge. But like you said, they got the bag behind them and it's not like a small bag. It's fucking enormous. Yeah. Like they're throwing so much money at the promos. They're throwing so much money at getting that track out there. Of course, you're going to hear it, but like you got to, you can only invest what you got. So, yeah. like, you got to be willing to put in some money at the beginning. It doesn't have to be everything, but you got to be willing to put in some to understand, yeah. all right, let's actually put this shit out there. I mean, you've got, you know, music videos that look so good. Like, that's one of the things I, I really enjoyed about your music is like you actually put time in the visuals. 
and like it can sound good, but music videos are still so important. Like there's something cool about a crisp music video about just having the feeling, seeing the feeling, and you don't have to do it, but like it really helps and it costs more money, but it really helps push your tracks. Definitely. Um, and the thing about that is that even though what, 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 you know, a lot of people coming up need to understand, even though you don't have the same bag, you might not have the same bag as a Drake or, you know, as any other big artist. Um, what you need to understand is that as long as you have something, it's better you invest because um, what happens when you invest? Things tend to grow. Some, sometimes things grow slowly. Sometimes things grow a little faster. But as long as you continue to invest, this is no different from consistency. As long as you're consistent at something, eventually you're going to get better at it. So the more you invest, whether it's, you know, it's little here and there, um, it's, good, it's going to come to a time where it's going to reach to a certain amount of people. And when it reaches a certain amount of people, um, they'll finish the rest for you. The people, the people words means everything. So once you have a backing behind you of people who actually support your music, you'll be the talk of the town. And, you know, the talk of the town becomes, you know, it could turn you global one day. But it's all about you seeing those steps. A lot of people can't see those steps. They just look at it like, you know, like you were saying, the enormous bags that a lot of these artists have. So they'll look at it like, oh, I can't compete with that. You don't need to compete with that. You just need to focus on what you're doing at the moment and get to where you know you can be. But it's all about, you know, just, just sticking to the plan and just, you know, going with the flow, going with it day by day and just watching the growth. Because like I said, opportunities always around the corner. All it takes is, you know, one person to see that can just change the situation. And the other thing is, and I spoke to uh, an artist, Flash, and he was saying, you got to have leverage. You know, the, the reason these artists are doing so well is because they come with a fan base. So, like, you can, you can get signed, but if you've got no leverage, i.e. you've got nothing to bring to the party other than a little bit of potential, then your deal isn't going to be good. You can't call a lot of shots. So you actually want to wait until you've got a fan base so you can be like, hey, I bring already XYZ fans. So I already have this that I've done and I don't rely on you and we need to come to the party with a proper deal as opposed to a stock standard deal. So like understanding those things help you. So I think, you know, and it just comes with, you know, the longer you're in it, the smarter you get. And like you said, you just learn more lessons. And like, I'm, a, I'm fortunate in learning these lessons because I talk to people like you every, like every once a week at least. And like, so I'm learning and I'm going, oh, this all starts to make sense. But like, you do have to take your time. Like the glitz and the glamour is just one side of the coin. The rest is the most important. The stuff they don't talk about, that's the shit you've got to figure out. Yeah. And that's where that's where a lot of people get stuck. Um, and they ended up they end up going downhill real, real, real fast. Um, they don't really get to enjoy anything that was presented to them um, because they're so, you know, potential. Honestly, potential means nothing. In this industry, potential means nothing. Um, it's all about, like you said, what you could bring to the table. Um, but if you have the potential um, and you could bring something to the table, that's even better. 
Um, but most people think because they have the potential that, you know, they, they feel like, well, I should get this, I should get that. Um, the potential without no work being put in means nothing. And a lot of people feel like, because, you know, they have the potential, they have the talent, that certain things are, is, are beneath them. And no, you have to put in the groundwork because these people are like, at the end of the day, it's a business. So no matter how talented or how much potential you think you may have, these people are looking at you as, okay, well, yeah, you're nice, you're cool, but we don't, we're not positive that you can bring us the bag. If we invest in you, are you going to make us the bag back and add more to that on top of it? No. So like you said, you have to show and prove. Um, and a lot of people choose not to. And some of them choose not to and, you know, go the other way. And then you have others who are willing to take the fucked up deal. And then that fucked up deal leaves them complaining for years and years. Well, they, they, they did this, they did that. Well, you, you, you should have known better. You, you, you laid in bed with them. So you got to deal, you got to deal with the repercussions of, of that situation. So, you know, it, it's a funny game. It's a tricky game. It's a dirty game. Did you make those mistakes? Did you, like, did you ever sign a deal that you were like, I shouldn't have signed that deal? No, um, I've been offered, um, but um, I, I, I knew my value. So I, I, I've always told myself, like, no, I'm just going to work. I'm, I'm just going to work towards it. Um, so I've never put myself in those type of situations. I honestly, I don't know how I would deal with that. I don't know how a lot of these artists deal with these, these situations. Um, it's like, it's a plus if you're really, if you're really business minded, because what I've seen a lot of these artists do, well, not a lot, some of these artists do, um, they might get a fucked up deal, but, um, while these labels, okay, you, you could get a fucked up deal. There's situations where you could get a fucked up deal. But if you're popping, even with that fucked up deal and your name is still buzzing, it creates opportunities for you to get involved in other businesses that has nothing to do with the label. Um, but not every artist has the opportunity. So it's like there's artists who are making, who are making money. It's not of music, but they're making money because the music put them in a situation so that they can get involved in other, you know, situations, you know, and other adventures to actually, you know, create the currency. But then you have the artists who, you know, they're, they might sign a fucked up deal and the music ain't hitting. So the music is not hitting. They're not, the label is not making money and you're not building your name. So, and, so now it's like, you just stay on the shelf and they're not taking you serious anymore. And artists come in like that every day. So it's like now, well, we're just going to go on to the next project. We'll get to you when we get to you, which means never. And now you're locked into a bullshit deal. Like, what do you do? The only thing you could do is like, okay, I'm just going to hang it up. When you could have just went about it, you know, I may not have it like that, but I'm going to figure this shit out. Um, I'm going to put up what I have and I'm just going to build slowly. Because, you know, you, you, it's, it's nothing for any artist to, to, you know, put together your own label, um, you know, get a team behind you, know what everyone is responsible for and make sure they do it. Um, and then when, and then, you know, you got to have people who's going to actually support you when you have nothing. And then when, you know, when you have something, you take care of those people. But if you get if you get around people who are expecting something off jump, then you take care of those people how they need to be taken care of. You you take care of them at that moment, but just understand when when things get to where they are, 
I'm going to take care of you the same way. Because I feel like the people who come in from the beginning who are not expecting nothing, just believing in the cause, those people, they should, they should receive everything when you guys get to the other side. Um, and I feel like that's what it is, man. Like people just need to, to understand the, the label is just a bag. Everything that the label is doing, any artist could do. But you have to have the patience and you have to be consistent. And you have to understand that sometimes you, you're going to have to be the person who's on top of everything. These labels have somebody in each department who's in charge of this thing, who's in charge of that thing. So they're not stressing as much. There's stress there, but the, the kind of stress that you, you will be taking on, you know, as far as you just, okay, I'm going to create my own label and I'm going to hire a small team or I'm going to, you know, put some people around me that, that is willing, that believes in the cause and is willing to do the, you know, the, the hard labor until we get to where we need to be. I feel like that's everything in the world. I agree. But the only caveat to that, in my opinion, is they got connections. That's what they, and that's what they sell is they're like, I, we've been in the industry for X amount of years and I yeah. know X, Y, Z, E, F, G, H, I, J. You may never meet them, but they know them. And that's yeah. how they get you through the door. But like, I do definitely agree that, you know, even if your music isn't popping, it's your job to make sure you make the most of the opportunity. So yeah, Definitely. you may have signed a bad deal. Yeah, you may be in a label and it's not working. Okay, fine. But you can either sit there and do nothing or you can try and make something work and you can show value in other ways. You may not need to show value in as an artist and you want to get free, work on getting free, but also work on making sure that every person you meet, you charm the fuck out of them and you make sure that they know that you're someone that they can respect, even if the music isn't that good, because at least they'll be able to like, you know what? The music isn't good now, but the attitude is there. The drive is there. The mindset, the worst thing that can be is like the music isn't there, but then I talk to them and I don't give a shit. And they're like, there's no point. What's the point of this conversation? So like there are things you can control outside of just music. And I think people forget that is like, you as a person, you're your brand and your brand is almost more important than the music you put out at certain stages in your career. So you got to figure out what is my brand and how does that present long-term? Because like, if you meet the, your dream, let's say you meet Snoop Dogg, but you haven't been working on your brand. You haven't been working on your image. You haven't been working on how to communicate with others. You're going to meet him and he's going to be like, so next. So like you can't expect to be ready to meet those people unless you're working when you meet everybody else. Like this all training, you're training for that one moment. You're training for that opportunity. You're training for all those things. So I think, like you said, it's like this small minded vision. You can't see the end, but you really need to make sure that every step you take is you're putting in a hundred percent. Most definitely. And if we, if we all had that mindset, we will, we will all be in a better situation. But it, it comes down to a mindset at the end of the day, though. And also, it also, because they, they pit people against each other. You know, Absolutely. it's me versus you. And so I can't be in a positive mindset when I'm competing. Or like you can, but it's difficult. So like when they beat you, it's hard reality to accept. So there, there's, 
like you said, like we said at the beginning, it's such a complicated game. You just got to figure out where you sit within it. Most definitely. And just uh, adjustments. Um, this game comes with a lot of adjustments. You can't, um, you can't get comfortable. Um, things might seem like they're going on the right, you know, right path, but at any moment things could change. So it's all about being quick, quick on your toes, like ready to adjust when things go left. Like you have to understand like, okay, what's the next move? And you need to have that move before that, before even, before the problem even presents itself. That's, a, that's another issue too. A lot of us, you know, we're not, we're not ready for these things to happen. And when they, when they come, you know, when they come to our, when they come towards us and it's like, what do we do? And then people just go, you know, they just go crazy. Like, okay, I don't know what to do. I don't have the right people. I don't, this, that, and the third. And it's like, you just gotta, you just gotta, you know, just take a breather, um, understand what's in front of you instead of just, you know, just losing it. Because you losing it, it's not giving your, your, your brain the time to process everything and saying, how can I make the corrections? You just focus on the problem instead of try, trying to find a solution. Yeah. Have you had to work on your, your mindset and just your, you know, cause you're quite calm. Like I can see that like you, you, you're quite controlled. You're, you, you know, like where you're sitting emotionally, like, is that something you've been working on for a long period of time to get yourself in a place where things don't overwhelm you or things don't like the emotions don't bubble over so you can, you know, make the right choices? Yeah, most definitely. Um, I feel like um, when you go through certain things in life, it's all about how you react to the situation. So I've been in situations where I had to understand that um, me, me giving off a certain type of energy is not going to fix what, what's already done. So you just have to learn to accept things for what it is and understand that tomorrow is going to present another opportunity. And how do we dismantle what happened and just create something new? I feel like, um, you know, keeping that state of mind has kept me where I'm at and, and it's keeping me going to where I need to be. Yeah. I think, I think to be honest, there's a lot that impresses me about you, but I think your demeanor is one of the things that I am very impressed by is just the, the ability for, for you to not, you know, get too emotional, not to go, you know what, this is shit, but I'm going to make sure that I, I do, do my best to get out of it. Like, you know, yeah. I think I think that's that's it's a hard thing to to master is like not letting the emotions decide. And I think you know, especially in hip hop, it is such an emotional you know industry. It's like you know the roots come from emotions. The what you, you what you discuss in songs comes from emotion. It comes from feeling. Like, and then the interpersonal connections within the industry can get emotional. That's all those beefs where people fight, and it's like to be able to look at things objectively gives you a real like head start because you don't get caught in the shit. You, you said all those beefs, you, you mean all those fake beefs? Yeah. I mean, all those fake <laughs> beefs. Yeah. I mean, you know, you know, I know that behind the scenes, there are also some shit we'll never see that like, yeah, it's all those, games, man, for well, the most part. what I mean okay. is like, I'm sure there are fake beefs and I know there are also real beefs that no one ever talks about where it's yeah. like internally they're like, fuck that guy. Yeah. So like, but again, 
Like, I mean, these days, though, the beefs aren't aren't real. I mean, you know no. the difference. Like, you know, they just do it because it's fun. Like, I personally love beefs because, like, it's I'm on the outside. I don't experience it. And, like, yeah. Yeah, and it's and it's a contest. I like a little bit of a contest. I like seeing people go head to head, but like it's it definitely isn't the same level of beef where like there's a chance of physical altercation. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's probably a good thing though. I don't want people to get like murdered for, for raps. No, definitely. Um I mean everybody should value we should all value each other's lives. So it should never go down to that. Um as far as the competition wise, yeah, I'm I'm here for it. If we're talking like you know, you want to go bar for bar, but taking it to the next level, I'm not I'm not with that. Would you Would you ever start a fake beef? Would I ever start a fake beef? Um, no, I'm not really into those things, man. If we, I mean, it, I, I feel like a a beef I can see myself in is like this competition. Like if you feel like you can outrap me. Or if you feel like you could, you can, you know, create a create better music than me. Then yeah, we could go at it that beef wise. But as far as like you know, entertaining the the fake beef, I'm not I'm not for it. Um, a lot of people do that to sell. I mean, it, it, it's a good strategy. I feel like it's a good strategy um, to to grab attention, you know, and to and to sell, you know, to sell music. Um, but I feel like. Um, we can do that with just let's put out music. I will I rap you, or I would put out you know catchier, better music than you, and we'll see what the fans think about it. Like you can't lose in a situation like that because fans are just gonna be up. You drop you you could drop an album or drop a single. I could drop an album, drop a single. Fans are gonna be going at it. It's gonna be a topic of discussion. Why do we why do we have to fake a beef? Um, you know me talking shit to you. And you talking shit back to me, that's not music. We're in music. So let's put out the music and see who who people, you know, vibe with more. Do you know what it is? It's like, as a fan, I'm like, ooh, let's see what shit they're going to drop. Yeah. What? yeah, like, ooh. Yeah. That, yeah, damn, he got you with that one. Like, that's what it is. It's like, I'm looking from the outside going, damn, that was, he he burnt you with that. Like, that was, he he didn't hold anything back or like, she didn't hold anything back. So that's what it is. It's like, oh, damn, you actually went for it on that line. Or like, that's what it is. That's why, like, I understand what you're saying. And like, it doesn't have to be that way. But as a fan, I'm like, let me see you guys talk some shit about each other. Because like, we like a little bit of conflict. We like that little bit of like energy. Maybe there'll be more. Maybe it'll like inspire a little bit more fake beef and it'll turn to real. I don't know. There's this kind of like imagination where like once you start talking shit about each other everyone's like all right let me watch this it's like the fight in the schoolyard where you're like oh, i want to see this fight like i don't want to fight but i want to see it you know it's cool let, let me let me let me go back on that it, it's cool if we do it on a record as far as talking shit on a record that's cool i was referring more towards like you know you you have guys nowadays that they have so-called beef with each other and there's no music coming from it they're just constantly just talking shit to each other. That's what I'm more referring to. Like, they might go on social media, oh, you this, that, and a third. You this, that, and a third. Like, there's nothing coming out, out of that. Now, if you want to get on a record, like, I'm cool with the, you know, we get on record. I, you know, I, I'm talking shit about you. You're talking shit about me. That's cool because we're creating something off that. And if that builds up the hype, you know, for, for the audience. 
But as far as like, you know, just just doing the whole talking back and forth, like that's pointless. That I agree with. Put a record up. <laughs> Come talk to me then. Like, <laughs> I'll look at it. Put a record up. <laughs> I cannot agree more. I cannot agree more. So many times you see like just people talk shit. Yeah. And like, And so like people can talk shit about me. I know I can't put up a track, right? So th- that's, again, the only beef I can do is like I can talk to you. But like when you're an artist and when you're a hip hop artist and you th- say things like I'm the greatest, all right. Give me a track. Throw down some bars. Otherwise, stop talking about it. So I agree with that. It's like, I just, all I want to see is music. And you guys can talk for a little bit, but at the end of the day, it comes down to the music that you put out. Yeah. Well, man, I think we've kind of talked about everything in the industry and I almost forget. Sometimes I forget we need to talk about you as well, but um, I got one more question. Then we'll talk about you, of course. Um, It's the only question I plan on the podcast it's probably going to be the hardest one, but if you had to recommend one album that everybody should listen to at least once, can be any genre of music, cannot be your own work, what would it be? Wow. Um, you put me on the spot there. That's a, yeah, that's I get everyone with this one. See, I have the benefit of being not too big right now. So people don't, not every artist knows the last question. So like I still get people with the surprise. I do it always at the end because the only way you'll know the question's coming is if you listen to the whole fucking episode. But anyway, it's, it is a tough one. <laughs> uh, um, mm, wow. Uh, I would probably... There's so many classes out there, man. Um, I, I probably would go with All Eyes on Me. Tupac. Yeah, Tupac. Yeah. There you go. Why that one? I mean, I'm I'm a uh, that's growing up. Um, that was like a, a artist I, I really listened to a lot. Like I, I, I listen to him and Nas a lot. Um, but um, I mean that that album I just felt like I mean I feel like all his albums are classics, but that was like one of my like top ones. Well, like, yeah, that was like really one of my like top top albums. Hard to be disappointed with a Tupac recommendation. All eyes on me. I think most people have listened to that, but if you haven't, definitely make sure you check it out. But what's coming up for you? You, you obviously said that you've got a few singles coming out this year. You've, you're working on tracks. Are you doing shows as well? What's the big picture for the rest of 2022? Yeah, I actually have a show um, coming up um, in New York. It's going to be uh, in Brooklyn at the Silver Factory. Um, I mean, you're on the other side, so I don't know if you are. Hard for me to get over unless you want to front the ticket. But, you know, I'm not at that level where I'm like uh, ready to ask artists to pay for my plane ticket to the US. So maybe not this time. It's just motivation for you to make come do shows in Australia, to be honest. I'm definitely looking forward to that, man. So if, um, when I decide uh, to make my way over there, I, I'll, I'll definitely be reaching out to you. But uh, yeah, I mean, I have um, I have a show coming up on the 22nd um, at the Silver Factory in Brooklyn. Um, and um, I, I'm working on, I, well, I actually have new singles. I'm just working on dates. Um, me and my team are working on dates when we're planning on putting them out. Um, and yeah, man, just uh, I'm working on my clothing line. So there's a lot of things coming up, man. With the clothing line, tell me about that because, it, it, again, it's like just you're compounding in terms of more things that you've got on your plate. But what's the deal with the clothing line? Well, the clothing line is uh, 
It's L3, L3 Empire. It stands for longevity, loyalty, love. Because, you know, that's that's what I'm all about. Anybody who's around me, is that's what they're all about. That's, that's the type of energy I keep around me. We're all about longevity, staying loyal to each other. And love is going to keep everything, you know, intact. Um, I, the website is, is being revamped right now. But uh, it, it will be L3Empire.com. Uh, it'll be up and running soon. Um, and to anybody listening, um, the, the new music, you, got, you guys can find that on eraymusic.com. That's E-R-E-I-G-N music.com. I'm sure you've been there already. Um, <laughs> check it out the work. So, yeah, definitely, man. On, um, on Instagram, I'm at, at Future, Future of New York, like you see, Future of New York. Um, on Facebook, I'm at E-Rain, ESM. And uh, just stay tuned, man. We just, you know, cause consistency is the key, man. So we, we'll keep dropping this music, you know, and just keep, you know, building towards global. And that is, we cannot expect anymore. And obviously, I appreciate you coming through. I appreciate you talking uh, so openly and honestly. And everyone, make sure you check him out. Like I said, I've been absolutely obsessed with the track Freedom and I, featuring Monique Marie. I was like, make sure you shout out her because she does a fantastic job on the track as well. That sound just, I don't know, it, it's still in my head, still. I appreciate that, man. That's what we striving towards every day, man. We strive for freedom, man. But it, it comes down to putting it into work. 100%. And I, I can't wait to see what you can do for the rest of 22 and beyond. Um, but man, as I said, absolute pleasure. Um, and looking forward to catching up again soon. Most definitely, man. Grind more, shine more, man. Let's get it. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the show. Please like and subscribe and follow me on Instagram at the underscore hip hop hustle for upcoming podcast news. Also, don't forget to check out my Patreon under Hip Hop Hustle for exclusive content and to help support the show. Bye for now.